This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One of the big questions is, what is money? For practical purposes, it exists in a series of uh, heterogeneous databases, very different databases. Do you believe in crypto? Digital currency may be an answer. But it is the highly speculative asset. I do own Bitcoin. There is no second past. Welcome to the Crypto Curious Podcast, your weekly crypto crash course. Every Wednesday, join us in the dynamic world of cryptocurrency as we cover everything from major news stories to rapid fire news bites. Whether you're starting out or a crypto veteran, we've got you covered. Tune in, laugh and learn. It's crypto made easy. This week, we explore Coinbase's massive rives back into favour as they come back into profit, all the buzz around AI and how that's connected to the crypto community and the tokens that are flying right now, plus the chatter around a New Zealand parliamentarian's controversial remarks. There's also lots of news bites this week, so there's a lot to cover. Let's dive in. As always, it's myself with Blake and Craig. He's back this week after giving up his seat last week to John from Coinbase. Craig, did you listen to that episode? What do you think, mate? I did. And um, giving up my seat, it was rather kicked off my seat. <laughs> but he was great. Um, I thought he was very knowledgeable. He was great. Um, it's good to have such a big wig on the show. So big fan of the show, which is great and makes me more bullish for Coinbase, which we will cover off in our first story, actually. Yeah, let's let's jump into that. You're right because that is our first story, ladies and gentlemen. Coinbase is so back in profit, as was the headline on Crypto News uh, site Decrypt. They are in the spotlight with a remarkable comeback, turning a $273 million profit in quarter four of 2023, which was in stark contrast to the year before. Big turnaround, Blake. This is a huge shift for them, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. It really looks like a turning point in the market um, for them to be hitting these targets now. Certainly um, typifies a turning point in the market, Tracy, uh, as Coinbase's revenue increases. Uh, and I think it's quite similar to others as well. Um, what's really important to note here is that I just looked at the volume from Q4 from 2023, and the volume hadn't really increased on Coinbase compared to the previous quarter. And that's because a uh, majority of the, this revenue has actually come from their USD stablecoin activities. Um, so that's really interesting to note. Now, the volume, of course, has uh, increased now in Q1, um, but that's a contrast to last uh, last quarters. So you know, we expect then, based off you know this additional uh, consumer behaviour, that you know they'll have even more profits next quarter. Yeah, good on them. And look, this is um, some good news for investor confidence. I know Craig, you've always been a uh, Coinbase bull. What are your thoughts? Well, it just sort of shows that they are very much placed to do very well out of this cycle. Um, they're always at the forefront of innovation. You know, Brian Armstrong has a vision for AI agents, so he's 
looking to implement AI into their transactions of the exchange. Um, and all of this sort of bullish news as well, they've got the ETFs, they think they're custodians for 80% of the ETFs. And above all that, their two major competitors, Binance and FTX, won't be around this cycle for the US customers. So it just shows that they're on the forefront. They even released their results as an NFT as well. So you could go on the base network and mint their results as an NFT. And they're actually outperforming Bitcoin and ETH over the last year. So Wow, that's pretty interesting. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Mm. And just want to remind you of my 2024 bold prediction was Coinbase would be the best performing asset. So let's see if it continues. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Watch mm-hmm. out. Well, yeah, Brian Armstrong, the CEO, has always been a visionary in the space. Uh, and, you know, they're building and investing in the future. Um, they're prolific investors in the sector. Um, and they also build their own solutions to support, you know, more and more people using the technology Um, So, yeah, it's no surprise here. Mm, And look, just reflecting on, you know, these strategic wins that they're having, it was a real treat having John on last week to co-host the show with us and give us those insights. And I would highly recommend for anyone uh, who didn't hear that to go back and listen to that episode. He really gave us some good insights into uh, their culture and innovation and a good glimpse of going forward into what they have on the cards. So, Yeah, look, let's keep our eyes peeled for what this year brings for Coinbase. I'm sure it's going to be great things. And just a reminder as well, like that release, that report is only for the last year Q4. So this big run that we've had this year hasn't even been included, all the Bitcoin ETFs. So I think all eyes will be on the next report in a few months for sure. Yeah, let's keep an eye on that. Moving on to our second story. This week, we wanted to talk a little bit about the intersection of AI and cryptocurrency. It seems the AI narrative is taking the crypto world by storm with significant movements and investments that are really lighting up the scene. A coin that we've spoken about here on the podcast before is WorldCoin, and that one is up 188% this last week, which is pretty mad, Craig. It is mad. AI seems to be the massive buzz at the moment and it's got something to do with um, the new Sora, I think it's Sora release from Sam Altman. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. Yeah. Open AI yeah. provides, it allows you to do general prompts and then generate a 60 second clip uh, in what looks like 4K. That yeah, it's is, madness. It's honestly <laughs> insane that you could like, crazy. So, Anyway, this year or the last two weeks, even Bitcoin surged 20%. We can obviously attribute that to the spot ETFs attracting nearly $5 billion in inflow. But this AI sector, which is relatively small still, I think the, the market cap for AI is around $14 billion, So quite small when you compare it to some other sectors in the crypto space. I think I think a few months ago, anything that had AI in front of it was pumping, pumping and doing well. Now I think it's probably proving that it still is. But another standout here would be Bittensaw AI, which is the TAO ticker. This one um, is true AI. It's like a big computer brain that connects all other computers together and uses the software. This one has seen a massive rise of over 208% since the start of the year with a market cap of $4.25 billion. Uh, I think it sits at around 600 and 
$50 at the moment. Uh, but there's other projects like Render, Fetch AI and Akasan, which are also riding these waves at the moment. It's a really hot topic. Um, everyone in the trader groups are trying to jump on kind of the next AI narrative at the moment, Blake. That's right. It's definitely a compelling narrative. There's a lot of capital being attracted to traditional AI companies um, by VC funds and other other investment firms, uh, as well as that, you know, companies like NVIDIA uh, and yeah, hardware yeah, providers yeah. for AI systems or, or for chip manufacturers that support the running of, you know, um, machine learning algorithms and, and um, processing power to run these models uh, have done really well as well. Um, so, you know, I think that you know, that's really the cause for this tipping over into, into crypto. I do think a lot of it's speculation. Some of these projects really don't have strong products in market or might not be generating revenue yet, um, but certainly gives people something to punt on. Yeah, I think there's, you know, the crypto e- ecosystem provides an, a great environment for some of these projects to raise capital in uh, and, you know, hopefully um, deliver on, on their product vision. So in this AI world, Sam Altman is like the guru. He's the one that kind of started this all off and he's got his name to these things. And as someone who has kind of grown up with Terminator and Skynet and all that kind of jazz, (laughs) I get a little bit freaked out with the AI side of things and where we're going. So about a month ago, I was in another room and the boys were in the kitchen and we've got a Google Nest in the the kitchen. The boys actually have them in the bedroom as well. Um, And Tate, one of the boys, burnt himself cooking and Darcy yelled out, mum, Tate's burnt himself. Before I'd even come out there, the Google Nest had popped up and said, these treatments for burns. So <laughs> the boys had already started to do what they needed to do to treat Tate and his burn. Wow. I know. And I was like, okay, this is this is good, but yeah. this is also, it's always a little bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, this is probably two of the biggest buzzwords for the punter, crypto and AI. Now it's coming together. Funny enough, it's come together while the market's going up. So, you know, (laughs) we've seen every few months there's a new narrative. There's a new sector that pops up. This seems to be the newest one. We've seen gaming, DeFi. Let's see if it's a flash in the pan or let's see if, you know, these projects can actually provide some value. Well, there you go. It's an exciting time to be involved in crypto and AI. So let's keep an eye out on that one for these exciting developments as they happen. Moving on for our next story, we are diving into a topic that sparked quite a bit of controversy in the crypto community and beyond this week. Adrian Orr, the Governor of the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, made some remarks at a parliamentary committee meeting that caught the attention of both Bitcoin enthusiasts and critics of the traditional financial system. His jest about central banks and money printing has opened the broader debate on traditional finance versus cryptocurrency ideas. So I want to unpack this with the boys, but really quickly, we'll play you the clip just here. You know, the fiscal challenges, et cetera, that are there. So um, uh, very focused on being cost effective. We actually fund ourselves and then work out what dividend is needed to pay. So um, we kind of work, it's a great business to be in central banking. Um, mm. Print money and people believe it. And, um, <laughs> and, um, and uh, touch wood. So it's, um, it's a slightly different beast. Yeah, you know, really just to highlight that point, you know, we have a, a central bank highlighting the fact that printing money is lucrative as long as people believe uh, in what you're printing has value. So this really resonates with the crypto community because the crypto community is really about building a trustless environment or using this technology. So we don't need to, 
you know, rely on trust or central bankers to, you know, manage currency. And yeah, I think this really puts a puts a bit of a fire under the crypto, mm. you know, those patriotic crypto mm-hmm. believers. Absolutely. And um, um, Craig, did you did you see this one? Yeah, I did. I think it just reinforces particularly, yeah, as Blake mentioned, the Bitcoin maxi sort of view and why this will become an asset class is people like Adrian Orr that are working at central banks and printing. And I think it really highlights the gap that we have between traditional finance and the crypto world. Like they think we're all a bunch of cowboys buying magical internet money. But with comments like this that pops up, it sort of, you know, brings it some sort of value i should say yeah it might be worth highlighting as well but you know the central banks you know enforce a debt-based system um that don't doesn't really encourage savings it encourages people to take out more debt and then deploy that capital to stimulate the economy to generate more capital and wealth whereas you know the blockchain based ecosystem like bitcoin encourages people to save um so because it's deflationary and not inflationary it uh, suggests that over time the value of your savings will go up as opposed to down um, with traditional fiat currencies. Yeah, and this one was really interesting. It did make headlines all around the world for um, the wrong reasons for the Kiwis there. But look, it's clear that the conversation is just getting started on this one and we'll be hearing lots of twists and turns along the way. So, yes, I think that's probably a really good spot to maybe take a break. And when we come back, we've got loads of short, sharp news bites. Don't go anywhere. 
there, <laughs> in a surprising twist, um, the Australian AFP officer, William Wheatley, is in the hot seat, accused of siphoning off cryptocurrency, um, originally seized from a steroid trafficking operation. So there's 81 Bitcoins worth about 450K, uh, now valued at 6.3 million. So allegedly, um, Wheatley, uh, a crypto specialist, the AFP, uh, snagged this one. Um, the scandal unfolded after a sophisticated tracing tool suggested um, inside movement of the crypto once the hardware wallets had already been seized. So, yeah, I how, think how we've, seen, we've seen this before. Yeah, we have. There was with the Silk Road yeah. wizard, um, the cops tried to steal the crypto. How are they a specialist if they don't realise this is going to come back on them eventually, like, honestly? Well, crypto specialists... <laughs> Okay, we'll see. That guy's going down. Okay, what's next? Seamless crypto shopping is coming your way, folks. Coinbase and Ledger have joined forces, integrating Coinbase Pay into the Ledger Live app, allowing users to buy digital assets directly from Coinbase without moving their crypto from their hardware wallets, which is actually really cool. This collaboration simplifies the process offering a variety of payment options for seamless transactions directly to Ledger devices. So, yeah, Coinbase kicking even more goals. Cool. I'll go next. So, guys, cast your mind back when I bought a pudgy penguin. Guys, remember that? We recall. We covered on the show. Pudgy penguins are now the top-rated NFT collection on OpenSea. They are second to just crypto punks. They overtook Bored Apes. Can you believe that? And I sold it for a measly 2x. Now they're 20 ETH for a pudgy um, sad times. But just going to segue that into a Yuga Labs story. So Yuga Labs are funded to the teeth. They're building an Ethereum scaling network called 8chain, which they'll be using to enhance the Bored Ape ecosystem, particularly for gaming. Now they've shared some... Mm previews of their game that they aim to release better hurry up for the ball but they aim to release it in the next few years yeah that is i think this is going to be an interesting story yeah this is a big one take note folks they've chosen arbitrum over competitors like polygon and zk sync to build their game on so mm-hmm. they're aiming for a q2 2024 launch and they it's a big deal they picked arbitrum trace it is a big deal it's up next blank Ripple is set to acquire Standard Custody and Trust Co., a move that would expand the firm's business operations within the U.S. Uh, The deal, still subject to regulatory approval, can potentially move Ripple beyond just being a payments company. Uh, The acquisition follows Ripple's purchase of another custody business. Seals um, Ripple's intent to confront regulatory uncertainties uh, and amongst stiff uh, competitions. So, you know, this is no surprise to me. Ripple have done a bunch of acquisitions. They look to diversify their business. There's still ongoing issues with Ripple and the SEC. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where that um, lands, but uh, we'll circle back to it when we hear about more. Okay. Some more NFT news. Sotheby's Auction House will auction Ethrock NFTs, a move that has caused a bit of a stir both in the traditional art space and the crypto scene. Launched before NFTs became popular, Ethrocks are simply clip art images of rocks and are considered both <laughs> absurd and also commentary on the nature of what valuables actually are. So, I might put uh, a picture of this on somewhere in our socials because these are really ridiculous. 
um, and they are quite useless, but this is all coming down to the debate in general. Sotheby's really love to get amongst all of this stuff. Mm, but let's, Good on um, them, actually. Yeah. Will Sotheby's be a listing anything? Sotheby's listing anything. No, but these will go at a high price. Sotheby's don't list anything. But um, again, I'll pop something in the show notes. So CZ, the CXCO of Binance uh, Global and the founder of Binance has had his sentencing postponed uh, until the end of April for his money laundering case. Now, you know, they weren't consciously laundering money, I might just point out, but there was a breakdown in their systems and controls that allowed mm-hmm. some money laundering on their platform um, that the US government found. Uh, so that's about it. So so that's it for today's show, folks. Uh, Thanks for diving into this crypto world with us. If you've enjoyed the ride, please join us again next week. Bring your friends and uh, that's it. Stay curious and stay connected. You can do this by joining our Crypto Curious Facebook group, our Instagram page. Be sure to hit the subscribe button where you're listening to this podcast right now. And if you're interested in DCAing into the crypto market, have a look at the Bamboo app. Use the code CURIOUS for $10 of free Bitcoin to get you started. Thanks again and see you next week. Bye for now. Bye, guys. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.